Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our first full podcast episode on YouTube. Yes. Can we get a round of applause Come for on. that? Come on. Gosh. I didn't mess up this time. Donovan did not mess up. Hey, that's the, that's another round that's of another applause. That's another round of applause. In front of our live studio audience, Donovan did not mess up. All right, I didn't mess up. All okay, right, so anyway, on today's podcast, we'll, of course, do the Wildcat Rundown, um, yeah. and then, of course, we'll go into our interview section, and then it will round out the show with a Wildcat preview. Uh, we're going to have a very, very special interview for you guys today. We're interviewing two men's basketball players. Uh, They're both seniors, uh, Luke Stevens and also Michael Thompson III. Um, so we get to hear uh, some of their best uh, stuff, what they get to offer. Yep. Um so hopefully that interview goes as well for you guys as it went for us. Um, but first, Owen, we're going to get straight into this Wildcat rundown. So why don't you run away with it with the men's basketball. On the carry. Shoemaker through the hole. Shoemaker to the end zone. Wildcats are pouring it on. Hastings across to the middle. Goal! You're listening to Wildcat Week, presented by Amplify Media. All right, so with the men's basketball, uh, they just beat 16th team in the nation, St. Francis. This is actually the second time they beat them. The first time, they were uh, the Cougars were higher ranking than the Wildcats at first. It was a huge upset loss uh, for the Cougars, a huge upset win for the Wildcats. So, uh, you know, we're proud of them for going 2-0 in the seasons against the Cougars. Uh, the Wildcats won 87-79. to 79. That was this past Saturday. Um, the game was completely wild with the Wildcats taking about a 12-point lead uh, midway through the first half, uh, which is kind of crazy because St. Francis came back and went into halftime down four. Uh, or the Wildcats went down four. St. Francis came back um, and took the lead. Um, and then in the second half of the game, St. Francis came out absolutely lights out. I mean, crazy. They were pulling threes they were you know banking into two it, it was crazy um and they actually went up 16 with 12 minutes left and uh, the half which is ridiculous um so you know with the wildcats looking at a 12 point deficit uh, i guess coach tonical did something in some time out because the boys and the little guy spencer piercefield i feel yes, bad saying sir. i feel bad saying little guy because, I mean, he is yeah, a know. star on the basketball team. So, but he's, yeah, but he's out of all the guys, he's shorter little, so. than most people on the basketball court. Yeah. So, um, anyways, he decided not to miss a shot for a very long time. Uh, and he brought ba- life back into the Wildcats and their squad. Uh, Seth, Maxwell, Seth Maxwell actually led scores with 23 points. The big man had nine boards, and he actually had three blocks. So, you know, like we talked about last episode, that probably, Crazy. Yeah, that probably bumped up his block total of the year. Um, and then Piercefield finished second. He had 22, one less than Maxwell. And he shot four for seven from behind the arc. When? And guess what? In that second half, he was four for four. Yes, that was sir. the three points. Um, and he also had eight boards. Or, yeah, eight boards. He had a more. Re- he had one less rebound than a center. The yep. seven-foot center, which is crazy. Um, he had seven assists. You know, he's passing the ball around. Um, he almost got his first career triple-double. So close, uh, yet so far. Um, then a freshman for the Wildcats, Griffin Cleaver, added 15 points, shooting three for four from three, and was a huge part of the win for the Wildcats. Um, men's team also took home an easy victory over Goshen. Men's basketball team, 94-75. to 75. That would have been, I believe, 
Tuesday. Yes, it was Tuesday. Um, obviously, it wasn't yesterday because, you know, or today because we had a giant snowstorm. Today's Thursday. Yes, today's Thursday. Um, and then uh, Seth Maxwell was, again, the leading scorer. Um, he didn't put up as good numbers as last time, but, you know, when you're the leading scorer and you're seven foot, 24 points is actually really good. Um, and then he had four blocks, one more than last week. So, I mean, his average of the year has got to be going up, and it's got to – it's got to be getting close yeah. to breaking his record. Might, I might do a little Googles yeah. uh, on that one. Yeah, do it. Do a little Google shirt while do I'm it, talking. Should we do it? Um, yeah, talking. And then the men's team is now 22 and three, and they are still perfect in conference play. So you know, and they take on a conference rival this weekend. We'll talk about that later after the interview section. But you know, these men are looking really good, really good right They're looking now. Looking hot, especially down the stretch. You know, and which is the best. That's the best ways to get hot down the stretch yeah. and look really good doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, would you like to take a guess at how many blocks he has on a season? Like average? No, 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 no. Total. Total. We are what? We're twenty-five games in the year. Yep. I want to say like fifty. Sixty-eight. Six. What? Yeah. Sixty-eight blocks. And 68. what was his? We we talked about last episode. Go back to last episode and see what we said, but. That's insane. Well, I can I can go I can go by season. Yeah, here. go so by we'll, season. We'll go look to last what, season what he here. Did last year, uh, they went thirty and three as yeah. a team, and uh, the big man had ninety eight. He had ninety eight blocks. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So I'd say he's. Yeah. How probably, many more games do they have pace. left for him to do it? Uh, let's see. They lost first game tournament last yeah. year, uh, so that would have been thirty two games. Um, so that means he has about like eight, seven, eight, eight, seven, eight games. So yeah, I think he's got it. I think he's got it. He might break it. He might. might. Who knows? 98 is kind of insane. It's pretty tough to beat. I mean, he got defensive player of the year, so. Yeah, he was defensive player of the year last year. At least I, at least he was for sure like first team defense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, In all of NAIA last year. Um, so he's pretty dominant, probably trying to make like the first team all. But um, I saw he's also a Bevo Francis, which is the uh, best player in Division Two uh, or NAIA basketball. Yep. Yeah, I thought it might have been D two, D three, and then NAIA. No, it's just it's NAIA. just NAIA. Yep. But still, I mean, what Kyle Mangus won? What won it twice? He I won it last year. He I know won that. it two years in a row. Yeah, he won it last year and junior year. Yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, look what Mangus is doing now. So hopefully Maxwell gets it this year. He can go on and get drafted somewhere. So yeah, yeah, go overseas somewhere. Yeah, do what his brother as did. A player. Yep, his brother's his kicking brother. butt in the UK league. So UK somewhere out out uh, across east. the pond. Yeah, somewhere across the pond. Yep. Yep. Uh, by blokes. Yep. Okay, Donovan. Uh, you know, talk about women's basketball. You know, we had Jordan and Claire on here last last uh, last episode. So talk about them. Yeah. So uh, obviously, we gave them um, great great morale boost just going into that game. Absolutely crushed it. I definitely think it was um, our fault that they won. So yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, they got a win over St. Francis on Saturday, 74-61. Yeah, huge dub. Um, so they secured. Uh, so I was actually broadcasting this game. Yeah, I worked it. I saw you. Um, you did a really good job. Yeah, you also did a great job. I appreciate it. I yeah. had a lot of replays. It's guys like you. Yeah, it's guys like you. It's guys like you that make me. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. So the Wildcats had a, they played a very sound game. Uh, yeah. they secured a lead early. But the problem is, um, is then this one girl, I forget her name, um, but she came out and had a stellar second quarter, um, and she brought them back, I believe. I think they started to lead the game by about one. Um, Who, and for St. So Francis? For St. Francis. Yeah, I, I, be- I, I believe I'll, they I'll brought do a little it search. back. Yeah. 
Um, but so then the Wildcats, uh, they got the lead again uh, about late third quarter, and then they just grew on it through the fourth quarter. I think St. Francis just got a little bit tired. Um, so the ladies, that was a great win for them. Uh, you know, they knew that St. Francis was unranked, but they knew they were going to come in and play tough because it is a crossroads They were feisty, feisty uh, team. They're absolutely feisty. Um, and so that's just kind of the stuff that happened. So Wildcats, Lily Frazier, uh, once again, the outstanding freshman, led the Wildcats with 21 points. Uh, so she had a great game. Kelly Damon added 16 points. She went two for five from three point. Uh, and then Jordan Reed, who we had on the show, uh, nice. she had eight points for the Wildcats. Um, so the Wildcats had another amazing game uh, from the free throw line. Um, the only thing for the Lady Wildcats that Ooh, I would say they would I got need it. to do. The name Cassidy Crawford. Yep, Cassidy had, Crawford. Uh, no, no. Yeah, she led She led the Cougars to a 14-2 and two run. It was okay, spread yes, by Cassidy Crawford scoring nine down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So she had a great game for yeah. the Cougars. Um, she would always just do a spin right layup. Yeah, um, she so was insane. I'm sure Whaley was probably kind of mad at some point. Um, but yeah. So Jordan Reed added eight points for the Wildcats. I would say the only thing that the Wildcats need to work on uh, is limiting their turnovers because they, uh, they had 14 turnovers against St. Francis. Um, and so that was one of the things that we kind of got lucky with because St. Francis turned it over 18 times. Um, but it's not great when you're turning it over almost uh, just over 3.2 times yeah. a quarter. Um, so that's something you want to work on. But they did have a great game from the free throw line, 19 for 23. Um, so I'm sure they probably tried to work on that for Goshen. But unfortunately, um, the ladies suffered a really bad loss um, to Goshen College, the Maple Leafs. Um, no one on the Wildcats scored over nine points. Mm-hmm. No one on the Wildcats uh, hit 10 points. Uh, they went, this is just, I, you know, it's just sometimes you just have those days where you just have, you just yeah, can't, you just tough. can't find it. You just can't find it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they 28% went 28% from the field. They went four the for 23 behind the three point line. Yeah, they're a 17%. Four, four for 23. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy. I'm looking at it right now. And, we only had 13 turnovers, which isn't good, but it was compared to a Goshen 23, and we still lost. But it was because Goshen shot 30% better than we did. Exactly. Yeah. And um, the Goshen shot 50% from the three-point line, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and we, we still had a pretty good game from the free throw line. I think we yeah. went like 16 for 18. 81%, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, you know, just sometimes things aren't going to go your way. Um, so they lost 65 to 51. Um, I'm the ladies are still second place in the conference, um, but I'm pretty sure they're now in a position where they will have to win out uh, for the rest of the conference season because Mount Vernon Nazarene is very, very close on on their tail now. Yeah, yeah um, that's what I'm looking so, at. So, right so their next game will be this Saturday, just like the men's uh, against Grace College in Lucky Arena. Um, we need a lot of fans there. It's going to be a great game. Grace College plays hard. Um, there's going to be a really good game on the men's side. Um, our Iwu men's is ranked fifth, and yep. their men's team is ranked, I think, ninth in the country right mm-hmm. now. Uh, did you look something up? No, no. I was trying. I was trying to find where the the conference rankings, but I can't find it. So. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so now, so last week I had to embarrass myself talking about yeah. competitive cheer. Um, so now it's Owen's turn. Yeah, I'm not going to embarrass myself, though, because watch oh. this. Uh, down to the mat for competitive cheer, where they did what they always do, uh, and they win, win, and win no matter what they do. 
the competitive cheer team beat Concordia. And that's, I, you know, that's a special place in my heart because Concordia, unfortunately, beat us this year in football. So if we can beat them any way possible, I'll take competitive cheer as a dub for the year. So um, they, beat, they beat Concordia by 0.75 points, scoring a total of 82.8, 82 points. Um, Marion came in third with a 81.25. Uh, and UT Southern, which is University of Texas Southern, uh, placed fourth with a 74.9. It's really cool. The, we did this last week, and we talked about the scores. A lot of these scores are pretty close. Yeah, it's usually like the first two teams are yeah. pretty close, and then it falls off pretty yeah, dramatically. Because, well, I mean, even the third-place team, Marion, only finished uh, around point like 1.7 points behind, the, uh, yeah. or six points behind them. So, you know, it's... It's always really cool to uh, especially learn about different sports because, I mean, I don't I don't like I, I still don't know anything about competitive cheer and I can't wait to have the girls on to talk about it. But, you know, uh, it's good. That's going to be an exciting episode for sure. I feel it's going to be a funny one as well. Uh, their coach added comments after the team won uh, and said tonight we have our full team on the mat and we are increased difficulty. We had a solid routine. We had a few deductions this week that needed to be cleaned up. Uh, but overall, very proud of the team and happy with a first place finish. You what, know, you're what, always happy. What does it mean by increased difficulty? Like they try. I think I think it just means like stunts? different flip. Yeah, stunts, different flips. You know, I don't I don't really know. Maybe they held someone in the air like two seconds longer than they usually do. I don't know. I mean, look, those they have some strong dudes. I know. I know one of the guys, Aiden. He was a, a AT for their football team, and yeah. he's a pretty strong guy. I I, I love Aiden. He's a great guy, but. Shout out to you, Aiden. But hopefully, I, I want to have Aiden on the episode when we do cheer team. So I, I'm going to have to talk to him about it. But uh, so the Wildcats have taken first place in both of their events so far that have happened this year. Next week, they will be going this Saturday. to. Oh, this Saturday, they will yeah. be going to Aquinas College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So, yeah, Donovan. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to make that trek yeah. out there. Donovan, talk about the bowling team. Oh, yeah. We're throwing some balls down the lane, baby. Um, so the newly formed Bowling Wildcats. Um, this year. Because we started a men's swimming team, so we got to start another team. Yeah. Um, so they had uh, not their first tournament last Friday. They've been having some meets in the fall as well, uh, but obviously uh, we just started our show. Mm-hmm. So um, so they had, they had a tournament last Friday and Saturday. It must just be like a two-day event. Yeah, I think it was um, a CBL is what I said when I called it last week. I think it was like a CBL tournament. Yeah. It was College Bowling League. Yeah, uh, College Bowling League. I was about to say, like, what does that mean? Yeah, but now that makes sense. So, College Bowling League tournament. Um, so, they had an okay showing. Um, so, they placed four, fourth out of six on Friday and then six out of eight on Saturday. Um, you know, obviously, um, for our first bowling season ever, you know, it's kind of just like we live and roll with the punches, you know? You, yeah, quite literally. I mean, literally. I mean, yeah. Bowling, you, bowling, you know. I did say pun. punch. Yeah, but it was a good pun though. Okay. Yeah. Um so <laughs> um so uh you know so we're you're, the season will start out slow. I mean, it's just kind of like the football team. And it took you guys 4 or 5 years to what get to the point. Say? No, it's like the football I team, know, you know. You, the first couple seasons you guys weren't yeah. ranked um and yeah. then now this year you guys finished had a great fifth, season yeah. and finished yeah. fifth. Um so, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. There's yeah. no way you're going to come in on your first season and start crushing everybody. Yeah. Um, but 
We do have one good bowler. Yeah. Donovan, tell us who he is. Yeah, so uh, there was some huge news uh, with the bowling team. Uh, and so a freshman named Chris Mace uh, earned IW's first ever Crossroads yeah. League Bowler of the Week. Congrats, Chris. Um, so he bowled his season best, which I forget. Uh, it's either a 256 or a 258. Um, so great job, Chris. Um, I mean, setting a trend for the Wildcats uh, as they kind of take over this bowling season. Hopefully we can see a couple more of those fall into our laps as yeah, the season sure. goes on. I think it's pretty cool that we got a – in one of our bigger tournaments of the year, we got a – we got a, a conference player of the week for bowling, so or conference bowler of the week, you know. Conference bowler. Yep. Um, so now I get to hand the baton back to Owen, where he'll Ooh. talk about. Oh, dude, I didn't even realize that, that was a great transition. I didn't even realize because guess that. what we're talking about: indoor track and field baton. Wow, not a, hey, good job. All right, so anyways, uh, the Wildcats had their first indoor meet of the season, you know, because it is snowing out of the yin yang out here. So you know, we had a you know a blizzard this weekend, so. Or today, um, so the season is in Sa- uh, started in Saginaw, Michigan, where the Wildcats broke some team records. That's pretty cool uh, for the past, and also earned six NAIA A standards for the record. Still achieving A's yeah. on and off the court. Yeah, it, track, school, academics. No, you said court. Academics. It's a track team. Yeah. So what on the on the Clay. on the composite floor? Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, for the records, uh, we're broken by Stephen Ott. Uh, he broke the school mile time running a four z- four minutes, nine second, point seven five milliseconds. Uh, That's quick. And in her first meet ever for the Wildcats, Addie Dewey uh, broke the 3,000-meter time running the race in 10 minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, and she crushed the record, uh, which was a 10-24. or a 10, 24. So eleven uh, seconds yeah, faster. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and that was her first meet yeah. ever as a Wildcat. So that's kind of crazy. Um for the NAIA standards that were met by the team this week, uh two were the first two I just talked about. Then you have Ben Needick and um Eli Fullerton got NAIA standards for the three thousand meter running in an eight thirty and an eight thirty two. Next was Landon Wakerin. Wakeman. Can you read? I don't have my glasses on. Uh-oh. Wakeman. Um, and for the or he did that for the 5,000 meter running in a 1455. Then finally, Dan Heinig, who Heinig. earned Heinig. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. This is a great segment. Yeah, this is I'm a great sorry. segment. I don't really know. Many, these are some strange We're names. not cutting any of this. I know. I'm from the South, so a lot of these nicknames, like Herbert is a bear in the South. Yeah, so like when Justin Herbert, when he got drafted, I was like, oh, Justin Aber got drafted, and I got made fun of for like three weeks by my football friends. Yeah, you should have. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't watch Oregon football. Iowa, or Iowa, your favorite team? Yeah. Yeah, they stink. Um, so anyways, uh, a standard for shot put throwing 15.95 meters. The Wildcats earned a lot of first place. Donovan's walking out, finishes, which included – uh, first place finished in the 5,000 meter by Landon Wakeman. Wakeman, um, a first place distance medley by Jenna, and then you said a good Kuenhoven. Kuenhoven, uh, Kalen Ellie, uh, or you thinking that's Ellie? Okay, Morgan Farr or Fair, um, Addie Dewey. Uh, we did a first place in the distance medley for men. Stephen Ott, Weston Kundo, Charlie Young. Eli Fullerton, 
Uh, first place, Miles Stephen Ott. Like we said earlier, he broke that record. Uh, we finished first place in the 3,000 meter for Addy Dewey. Um, we finished first place in the 4x400, men's 4x400, Charlie Young, Dylan Dunaway, and Cade Bardwell. Yeah, I don't, they didn't have a fourth name there, so there's only the three I saw. Yeah, that's fine, whatever. Um, and then the if, if whoever, if you're watching this and you got left out of that, go to, uh, what's his name? Wildcat Week underscore yeah. amp and just DM us. Yeah, and then go talk to Stephen Gidley because he probably left your name out. Um, and then you have uh, first place pole vault, Cody Hargett. Um, first place long jump, Desmond Wilkins. And a first place shot put for Dan Heinig. Heinig. Heinig, gosh. And I am my voice is exhausted now because, one, we talked about a – that's a – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things we finished first place in in this meet at Saginaw. Yeah, and there was a lot more at second and third. Yeah, so, and then also I suck at last names. So I'm going to throw it over to Donovan so he can do men's tennis. Oh, also in the track team, they will host IWU Midwest Classic on February 4th and 5th. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Yes, sir. All right, so men's tennis. Uh, so the men's tennis team did what? That's right. They won the Indoor National Championships, baby. Give nice. them a round of applause. Get that ring. Get that ring. Yes, Let's go. All right, that's enough of that noise. Um, so so it started last Thursday uh, where they beat Montreat College. Uh, they beat them 4-1. Uh, so if you don't understand that, um, so I don't really understand it either, but it's whoever wins that match. So if Iwu wins one match against Montreat, Iwu gets one point. Yeah. If Montreat wins a match and they get one point, um, and so that's kind of how it goes. We beat them 4-1. Obviously, you needed at least 3-2 in your favor for your team to win. Um, and then the next day, they played the University of Northwestern Ohio, uh, where they beat them 4-2. And then in the championship, they beat Union College 4-0. They shut them out, baby. That is called imposing our will yeah. on our enemies. Literally. Yeah. Um, so the tennis team... Uh, the coach added, our men came out to play today. They were locked in mentally and prepared physically. I'm not sure if I've seen our guys play at this level. It was next-level tennis. Uh, really proud of our preparation prior to the match, our effort during the match, and the grace we showed our opponents after the match. We were blessed to work with not only a very talented group of men, but also high character. Men's tennis will play Grand Valley State in Davenport University on uh, February 11th, which will be an important step up for them because those are two NCAA Division II teams. Yeah, in the GLIAC. Um, in the GLIAC. Yeah. So that will be a very important game for them, uh, making sure they can try to stay hot as they can, You know, pull uh, some matches against Grand Valley State and Davenport as well. Um, and so now Owen gets to talk about the women's side of yeah. tennis. So, Donovan, guess what? Uh, they did the same thing. Yes, Get a round of applause. That's a, another ring. Another, another ring. ring. Another All ring. right. Okay. So um, that's right. They did the exact same thing the men's did, and they won the Indoor National Championship. Uh, last Thursday, the lady beat Midway University 4-0. They shut them out. Yep. Uh, easy work. The next day, beat Montreat College 4-2, uh, who was also the team that the men beat, uh, and then came back from behind in the championship game against SCAD Savannah. And yeah, I don't won. know what SCAD stands for. I know for. what it is. I have some friends there. Okay. It's Savannah College of Art and Design. It's okay. a, it's like a, how do you call it? Like a arts art, college yeah. in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have some buddies that go there. So, uh, and they won four to three. So for the Lady Cats and uh, the way that they came back, they lost two tiebreakers and doubles to go down zero or one nothing. 
Then Melanie. Uh, I don't know. Vex- Let's just go with DeVexler. DeVexler or Vexler. DeVexler. Yeah. Uh, won her match, making it one to one. Then Scad wins the next two matches to go up three to one. And then. Uh, Maddie Bemisterfer. Maddie Bemisterfer and Anara Ferris. Yep. Finishes at about the same time to make it three to three. This thought this brought the match all down to Thias Mendez at number four singles. She lost her first set and was down four to five, uh, actually. And uh, she was down five six in the second. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah. she was down twice, um, but somehow she managed to bet it. To, or she she won the tiebreaker. Um, for oh, the second this, set, you're, seven you to did four. the wrong thing. It was okay. I let Donovan right, type this up. My bad. Uh, uh, I, I'm just gonna make sure I get it. Twenty four forty. Okay. All right. Uh, but somehow managed to get it to a tiebreaker, which she won seven to four. And the third set, Mendez played a brilliant set to take the third set six to one and a win for the Wildcats to get that ring four to three. Absolute madness yeah, in crazy. our uh, sports this past week. We have such a good um, sports teams at our school. It's crazy. Who would have thought a little NAIA Marion, uh, Marion, Indiana, a little NAIA team would be so freaking good at sports? Yeah, we're just we're just so we're just solid. some ballers out here, you know. Yeah. Fall, spring. If you're a winter sport like baseball, you're good too. Uh, and, you know, it's not, like I'm not gonna say um, the college that where I'm from, but there is a small college where I am from. Um, Goshen. I saw um, and they, and they just, you know, they, it's just something that's always kind of been on the back of their mind is being really good at sports. Yeah. Um, and so coming here, it had, it changed kind of my whole mentality of kind of how getting behind a sports team, yeah. uh, in a college. Cause that's something I thought that only happened at big colleges. Yeah, same. And so seeing that at this level is absolutely amazing and insane yeah. all at the same time. Yeah. Um, so just applaud both of our tennis teams cause it, immaculate job i mean bringing home some hardware yeah we'll see those trophies and uh and the wreck so congratulations to you guys seriously absolutely um i'm sure i'm sure they'll be kicking off their outdoor season probably uh i would assume probably late march early april i do know they do play uh seasons in the fall as well yes um so that's definitely been the sports rundown there's a lot of sports that happened this past week holy moly and guess what we gotta talk about more too basketball teams played two games tennis teams were going and and then we we haven't even covered it because it's it's happening right now the swimming the women's swimming are having their huge thing in kingsport tennessee right now so i mean we'll we'll cover that next episode good Um, luck to them seriously Absolutely. Hopefully they can get back safe too. I'm, I mean, I think they're swimming on Saturday too. So hopefully. Yeah, I, I think um, it'll be fine. I do know they got fine. hit with some stuff down in Kentucky. So with some snow, some of the stuff like Well, they we were like a wintry mix. So they yeah. were kind of getting like sleet. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's indoor. So it's nice. Yeah, so the swimming's indoor. I'm talking yeah. more about traveling. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be gone. Hopefully. I, I wasn't worried about them swimming in the weather. Okay. I, I was just making sure. I didn't know if, what you thought. You know, you don't know anything about competitive cheer, and I know everything. So, Go team, go team. That's all I know. Yeah. Win after win after win. <laughs> all right. So, Owen, we're going to get straight into the interview that we did with Luke Stevens and also Michael Thompson the third, yeah. uh, both men's basketball players here. So, Those Owen. dogs. You ready to kill that interview with them? Let's do it. Some great right. guys. Here we go. Let's go. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the interview portion of Wildcat Week. Let's give it up for two seniors on the men's basketball team, Luke Stevens and Michael Thompson III. Yeah. All right, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. Episode two. Let's go. Episode two, both basketball teams down now. Um, so, yeah, no school today, got canceled. Uh, how, how are we guys feeling? Uh, Cold, but rested. Yeah. Yeah, it felt good to get the day off for sure. Absolutely. So, like... I mean, I saw you working out in the weight room, so I was just kind of like the day off. You guys, I mean, did, did you guys still have to do like regular basketball practice and everything? Uh, we had the day off of practice, but we had team meeting this morning, and then coaches give the afternoon, evening for us to do whatever we want to do to get our bodies ready for the next day. Nice. Absolutely. So then, um, so little sum up of last week. I know we already talked about it a little bit in the first section with me and Owen. Yeah. Um, but last game, Goshen. Um, I think you guys won like 94, 75. Um, so yeah, kind of sum it up. How was it? Uh, great first half, uh, really had control of the game, really played, uh, what our version of IWU basketball is. And then the second half we held the lead pretty well, but wasn't really quite up to our standard, but, uh, still thankful that we got the hoop and we still got the dub. Yeah. So still securing first in the conference. Um, obviously the goal would be to win out for the rest of the regular season, but would there be room in case if you guys lose a game that you would stay with like that number one spot? Uh, yeah, I think we're three games ahead of, um, second place right now, but we're just kind of taking it one game at a time and just focusing on getting better every game Mm -hmm. and trying to play our best every single night. So absolutely. Um, I do have a question though, because was it, what was the game last Saturday? Uh, Spring Arbor? No, St. Francis. St. Francis, yeah, um, Saturday. You know, I saw a video leaked of Tonigal coming into the locker room, ripping his shirt off. Yeah. What What was that about? He's shredded. He is shredded. He is shredded. I, dude, I paused it and like looked at it, and I was like, wow. Like, that's very impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was just a really good win for us. I think we were just pretty excited, and um, he was just ready to celebrate, and yeah, I mean, he works out every single day. He's, <laughs> I mean, shoot, when, our, when your head coach is in better yeah. shape than some of the players. <laughs> yeah. Like we got no excuses yeah, in conditioning absolutely. or whatever it yeah. is. So I yeah. can relate. I can relate. Yeah. A lot of the coaches on the football team are huge and we're sure. just, you know, football players and they're like old football players. They're just like shredded. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um so uh we're now ranked we're still ranked fifth in the nation. You guys been there for a while now. Um I don't know the teams are ahead of you. Um but uh do you guys feel like you could maybe move up a couple spots or are you like kind of the spot number five right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, we I don't think we paid too much attention to the rankings. Like I said earlier, we're just trying to take it one game at a time and um hopefully we'll just be playing our best basketball by March. But it is definitely like a blessing being top five in the country, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then I think did you guys just hire a new coach? So what what's like his technical position on like the team? Talking about Coach Chris? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Coach Chris Smith. <laughs> oh yeah, that's our that's our uh, GA this year. GA cool. graduate assistant. Okay. Okay, so like, what's kind of like his role being the graduate assistant? <laughs> I would I would say he uh, he's definitely like a coach's position. Like he he has some of the scouts. He helps run practice. Um, I would say like his biggest responsibilities is like conducting individual workouts and um, watching film with the players and um, just doing stuff like that. And um, he's definitely been a huge asset for our team and uh, makes us better every single day. Yeah, he's still is a coach but uh i'd say like some of the duties that he has he's gotten a chance to 
uh, lead into them rather than just being handed to them like straight away, like our scouts, uh, leading workouts, stuff like that. It's kind of cool because uh, me and him are actually like the same age. So it's been really? a wild journey for that. Um, so then, I mean, it's one of those things like I didn't want to talk about, it, but I feel like I had to talk about it. Um, you know, it's like since losing Kyle last year, like there's probably going to be like some how do we function without this amazing guy that just graduated. So uh, maybe have you guys learned anything from the beginning of the season uh, until now or, yeah, it's kind of that situation. I think the main thing we learned is just like how many people don't understand uh, just how talented Iowa basketball is. A lot of us had to sacrifice a lot of our game to fit in with Kyle, and that's no disrespect to him. That's just speaking to how much we care about him, how much we love him to know that uh, I'm going to do less of what I can do so that he can flourish. And that system worked for a lot of years, and then without him, a lot of people just thought that, like, we just couldn't function without him. It's like There's a lot of talent held off because Kyle was so talented, and mm-hmm. it's kind of fun now getting to see guys kind of go resort back to who they were one, two, three, four years ago and to – uh, flourish in a new position. Yeah, I mean, I mean, were you got you guys were the one that did the I am third thing, right? Last year, or like two years ago. It's it's always been. A it's thing. always been that. Yeah, like, yeah so that, this year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, like I feel like you guys really have embraced that now, and I mean, even when you did with Kyle, you know, you you guys, like you said, you realized that, you know, we may not be you know the best on the floor, and we might be able to use our abilities to, I guess, to what you can you know achieve. But now this year, you guys are all, you know, kind of getting that, I guess, cohesiveness down. Um, and I really feel like from the games I've seen, you guys are really embracing that culture, like a lot more uh, than I've seen in the past. I'm not saying you guys didn't do it in the past, but, you know. Yeah, for sure. I would say that, like, that's one of the things that uh, makes this team special is, like, you just, you never know who's going to step out, like, each night. Like, it, we have a lot of different options and um, a lot of different guys that are capable of having big nights. And. Um, that makes te- that makes our team hard to guard, and it makes it exciting for us. And I would say, like, we all just take joy in whoever's getting that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever's having a big night, we're finding ways to feed them, and um, we're all just excited for each other. And, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So Sweet. Yeah, um, so I guess I want to step back into your guys' past a little bit. Uh, go back to junior, senior year of high school. Um, so kind of when – oh, you're a transfer, right? Yeah. Okay, so – I guess this, we'll start with Luke because he wasn't a transfer. So, Luke, when you're kind of looking at colleges, what kind of made you choose uh, IWU? Yeah. Um, uh, when I was in high school, Indiana Wesleyan just had a really good um, reputation um, as far as, like, NAIA basketball goes and the Crossroads League. And um, I had, like, a distant, um, like, tie to Coach Tonegal. His brother was, like, the principal of my high school um, back then. So, Starting from then, I've I've known about Indiana Wesleyan and um, Coach Beachy, my high school basketball coach, went here. So um, I was always interested in here. And then um, luckily when I was just given an opportunity, it just felt like uh, the right place to be. And like my mom felt super comfortable with um, me being here and was excited for me to come here and grow as a basketball player and a person. And um, I felt good with the guys on the team. And uh, I just loved like the family environment of it. That was kind of my biggest thing I was looking for. And there were some really good guys on the team back then, like Kane and Coffey, Kyle Mangas, guys like that. I mean, you can go down the line, and it just felt like the right place to be for me. So, And so then, Michael, kind of for you, like the transfer situation, did you go to like a two-year college or a four-year college before coming here? I went to a four-year school. So you went to a four-year school, and then you made the choice to switch to Indiana Wesleyan. So what was that like? 
uh, it was tough um, for just a lot of different reasons. But for one of the reasons just being like, I just didn't really know what to expect. Going through a second recruitment, um, it's kind of cool, too, because I had more colleges reach out to me in my second recruitment than my first. So that was nice. Got a little bit of boost in my ego and whatnot. <laughs> you play with a lot of ego on the court. Uh, I wouldn't say you guys. It's a lot of passion, a lot, a lot of, of love, passion. a lot of love for my yeah. teammates. I you just saw that in the Taylor game too. Well, no, I saw in the St. Francis game. I saw you looking at St. Francis bench a couple times. Yeah. What's crazy is uh, I was actually yelling at some dude behind their bench. I don't oh, know really? Who, I don't know who he is, but uh, I fouled one of their guys, and then I looked him in his eyes, and he's like screaming and one at me. So then when I got my and one, I was screaming at him. I wasn't even looking at their bench. I wasn't worried about none of their players. I was worried about that random dude <laughs> in their stands behind them. Yeah. Well. I, it's always funny seeing you because, like, you, like, get a charge call and you just go, like, absolutely crazy. And so, like, I it is fun, like, watching you on the court, like, how animated you do get. And then, like, we get Seth just, like, dribbling the basketball with his feet. Um, so we always always get a little bit of clown yeah. stuff going on there. But, That's yeah. Nice. I appreciate that. Really. Absolutely. Um, I guess what – who controls the aux court in the locker room? <laughs> I feel like it's you. <laughs> is it Luke? Uh, I mean, it kind of depends on the day. I think I'm the nicest on the team on the Ox Court. I'm sure everybody <laughs> else will say something, too. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it just it just depends what the vibe is in the locker room. Like I know Jonathan Panzu does it a lot, and um, Tim does it a lot. I mean, it just depends on the day and the vibe. But we get a little bit of everything, so it's a it's a fun mix up for sure. Absolutely. And then one of my big questions, I wanted to lead off with this question, but I felt like it wouldn't have been a great question to lead off of. But in your guys' opinion, who is the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan or LeBron? I'm going LeBron. Okay. Uh, I think they're both goats, you know, in their own right. I think MJ, like, MJ had the ability just to, like, go win. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just wasn't going to let his team lose. But, I mean, LeBron's in, what, year 19, doing what he's doing. So, I mean, he just keeps getting better. So I got no issue with either of them. I think they're both yeah. goats in their own right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would have always said, like, it's the longer LeBron's career goes on, I want to say LeBron, but, like, for so much of my life, I had said MJ just because of, like, six finals, six rings. But it's just, like, LeBron is just, like, when you look at, like, all the individual stats, LeBron will probably be better than him. Yeah. At um. Yeah, I mean, I think I think when you go in like football and you like you look at, you know, Tom Brady versus like Aaron Rodgers versus Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, like those guys. Peyton, eh, not Peyton. Tom's definitely like above them all, and it's you know by a good margin because yeah, like yeah. he he leads in stats and rings, where it's like Jordan and like uh, LeBron. It's like well, Jordan's got more rings, but LeBron's probably going to finish with better stats. Yeah. And so I think it's yeah. it's a big toss up, you know. Absolutely. Um, I guess. Uh, off season wise, outside of the basketball season, maybe even like the summers, uh, like are you guys down here a lot? Um, just kind of like doing summer workouts here, or kind of what's that like? Um, so I know like this last summer, for example, me and MT were basically here the entire summer. Um, Coach Tonigal had uh, a group of us here for May term, and so we were just working out every day, and then the whole team's here in June, and then um. Some of us were even here for July and part of August. So, yeah, we're here. Um, June is, like, one of the funnest months uh, all year, just, like, the guys just hanging out um, every single night. And we're just doing, like, um, different types of workouts, playing open gym almost every day. And um, it's really good for just team camaraderie. And uh, it's definitely one of my favorite months. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so do you guys, like, have, 
specified workouts? Like, are you purposely like going into the gym, shooting so many shots every single you know day or something like that? So the uh, the coaches give us like a, a set list number of lifts, and then like basketball individual workouts you have to do in the summer, and it's not a it's not a small number. So like you have to kind of keep on it yourself. So throughout the summer, uh, we'll have like open gyms here and there, but the main chunk of it is you getting in the gym either with a partner or by yourself and getting in your your hours because like like you have to chart it day by day. So like they'll know if you're not doing anything at all. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I'm still trying to remember. So I remember one year when I was in high school, we came down here for a, you probably remember, we came down here for like a uh, just a summer uh, AAU type thing. Um, I remember we toured the locker room. And do you guys still have like those little small like playing challenges and all that stuff? Man's Club. Man's yeah. Club. Man's Club. Champions Club. Yeah. yeah, there's like two different challenges. One's like basketball skill related. Um, we have a testing first day of school every year and it you have to do so many workouts um, throughout the summer, and then you have to pass a certain test. So, yeah. so what like what are those tests? Um, for man's club, it's um, you got to bench one eighty five fifteen times, do a five minute plank, fifteen pull ups, and then we, uh, something called the Boston Marathon, which is um, on the court three minutes, and you have to touch twenty seven times. It's like an NBA conditioning test, which is is pretty tough. That is tough. Yeah. So have you guys have you guys gotten it? No, I'm no. not even close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't make a cha- I didn't make man's club. I made the champions club, which is the basketball version. It's like you got to do so many workouts in the summer, and then you have to pass like these ball handling tests, like just four different ball handling drills, and get a certain number. So absolutely. Yeah. So like you basically plan for that all pretty much summer long, and then I mean you guys are working out in the summer anyway, so you yeah. just add stuff on. It's the entire summer. Like, you know these tests are coming. So right when the season ends, it's like that's when the testing starts. Like, you have the entire summer to get these workouts in. And so it's kind of like by the time we do the testing, you can see the guys who have versus the guys who haven't put in the work. And they're like the results show real quick. Absolutely. Um, I guess we're going to talk about it. So national tournament last year. um, Yeah. First round loss uh, to Bethel, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, you guys are already played Bethel two or three times by that point. Um, and you guys had beat them both times and then I, they just came out, had your number, I guess. So what, what's going to fuel you guys this year for, uh, a second shot at the national championship? Um, I think like the biggest theme for this year is just staying present and where we're at in the season. Um, last year, uh, we caught ourselves just like looking at the national championship the entire season, like just building up to it, um, which is nothing wrong with that. But I think this year with just a new team, we're just trying to uh, just stay present. Like I said earlier, like it's easy to just try and think about the tournament. But right now our minds are just as, is just on grace on Saturday. And um, we just feel like if we just keep taking it one game at a time and getting better in practice every day, then hopefully um, by that time uh, things go right and we're, we're ready to play our best basketball. Absolutely, because – I mean, this might, this will probably be your last season. Officially, they won't let me back. Officially, anymore. maybe your last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm hoping I'm coming back next. Classified year. information. <laughs> I'm focused on this year right now. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. focus on this year. Um, so, Owen, you got a question? Yeah. All right. So I got a couple questions, boys. The first one is, who has the loudest parent at the games? Like for yeah, for you guys. I think. 
I mean, Big John is like the team dad. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. my dad maybe, but just because I recognize his voice. Yeah. And he has certain phrases that I've been hearing my entire life. Mm -hmm. So I can pick up on his voice amongst the entire crowd. Yeah. Big Spe John is loud too. Speaking but. of crowds, though, shout out the student sections for the last, I don't know, what, three or four games. Yeah, like, they've cool. been really good, and um, we appreciate all that energy and um, just support during those games. Yes. Um, and then another thing is, so – you know, like you guys talked about, apparently he has the best aux, but what's the best song, you know, for you two, you know, to go in there, you know, like the, the song that you play every game, you know, like I have, I have a specific playlist. I play every game and I want to hear this specific song before I go out. I'm going to be honest. There's a, there's a reason I'm not on the aux. I ain't got a <laughs> lot of I whoop yet music. That's fair. So fair. I usually play my music in my headphones, to yeah. be honest, or I'll listen to just whatever yeah. somebody else has got playing. What's the song though? You can say the name of it. <laughs> Them boys be in Paris. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> All right. And then what about you? <laughs> um, I would say I'm just like a field person. Like if it's a game, some games like I'm just like super amped for. And um, I'll just play some R&B, like some 90s R&B, early 2000s R&B just to like calm myself down. So, I mean, I play a little bit of everything from rap to like, Oldies, Marvin Gaye, like everything. We just Marvin have Marvin Gaye. Okay, that's something Luke that's has a, been on ever since senior me? year of high that's school. So, Michael, me <laughs> yeah, and Luke yeah. went to high school together. Uh -huh. I remember yeah. one day in, uh, during our high school basketball practice, Luke and Shandon, you guys were, you guys asked Coast Beachy, would you like to listen to Half an Hour Marvin Gaye or, uh, boy, was, uh, Frank Sinatra? Or Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. I would choose Marvin Gaye. Yeah, same. Shout out Marvin Gaye, man. He's a, he's a legend. Wait, so Luke's always been doing those questions? The would you rathers? Because he's been doing that with me since I've been here. <laughs> I don't remember, like, anything else. I just remember him asking our high school coach, like, mid-practice. I'm like, why Why are we asking him that question? <laughs> Luke's been on the, the would you rathers for a minute then. That's kind of dope. Yeah. That's nice. Just got to keep it. Got to keep it light sometimes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so <laughs> for for a second, expose our host here. What was his how, – how, how was he at basketball? Donovan was a shooter, man. He had a clip in high school. I knew yep. he was facing nice. he was facing corner. If I got in the paint, I was kicking it out, and that was a three ball. So yes. Shout out, shout out, Donovan. Yes. Shout out, Brock's barn. Shout out, Brock's barn. Absolutely. No. That was that was a little gym, a uh, couple miles off of campus got that it. some some guy owned, and so we would shoot there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. My high school team had a had a dude that went uh, had like a side gym or whatever. They go and like work there, like after practice stuff. So yeah. I got it. and then one more final question, you know, Taylor being the rivals, I watched the game, uh, the one that was at home. Um, I saw you get into it with one of the guys after like a like a foul or something like that. How I know, like you said, every game's different. The vibes are different every game. But what is it? Where do the levels go when you play Tanner Taylor? Like how high? Um, I, I would say like. The, the biggest thing that gets us going for the Taylor game is probably just the crowd. Like, I mean, for me personally, I think it's cool seeing both student sections there just with the schools being so close yeah. and um, the fans are pretty passionate about it. So that's kind of the biggest thing, just knowing the, the crowd's energy is going to be there and um, they got a lot of good players and they're a really good team. So we know we got we to gotta bring it. I wasn't going to answer, but after Luke's answer, I kind of want to answer now. So to go off that with the crowd, like there's nothing more fun than yelling and screaming and hearing your voice over the opposing crowd's own uh, fans. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, when we have a huge crowd, like, there's nothing more fun than, like, being in front of a student section and just screaming at them and hearing everyone yelling back. It's like the student section and just the crowd in itself, it makes 
the game so much more fun, especially Taylor. Sweet. Absolutely. And do you think something like that, because like last year with COVID season, um, you know, didn't have as many fans in the stands. Like, has that transition from last year to this year, has that kind of just like help you like boost kind of like, I would, I don't want to say more motivated into going into games, but just kind of like more ready when it comes, when it comes to game time. Personally, I feel like not having a crowd last year was an advantage for us because my voice is loud and I'm going to scream at somebody and you're going to hear my voice. So it felt like with nobody having a crowd, it felt like every game was a home game. Cause like you're going to hear my voice above all your coaches, above all your players, above all your teammates. So it was just like, if it wasn't our student section, it was just my voice filling most of the gym and I mean, where I was, we're going to talk to, but I take pride in my voice. Yeah, absolutely. And Luke, did it maybe do anything for you? Um, I would just say it just gave me a greater appreciation for crowds. Like, felt like open gym sometimes last year, like we had literally had some games where there was no fans. So, um, it's, it's, I mean, for me personally, I enjoy like running out for layup lines and seeing like a sold out crowd that definitely gets me going. So I just appreciate it more this year, I would say. Absolutely. Um, and then I would say, let's try to go other than, um, yourself, uh, maybe who on the team has kind of helped you the most so far this year, just in any aspect of something. <laughs> well, you mean like on oh, the you, court or like you got to limit that the, for me because I got like <laughs> let's I, go I let's let, let's go on the court. Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. Um, I w- I would say like I mean there's so many examples, man. Like as far like that's kind of one thing our team takes pride on is just helping each other and. Um, elevating each other's games but one example for me is just Seth Maxwell um, like on defense especially just knowing you have such a great rim protector behind you it gives you the freedom to either pressure the ball more um, just feel more relaxed or not relaxed but like more comfortable on defense and um, it's just as nice having a defensive player of the year in the paint at all times so Amen. and for me I think I'd say uh, it's Griffin and Alex Stoffer uh, Alex has just been a ton of fun for me because I feel like there's one person on the team who might talk and might yell louder than me and might talk just as much as I do. So it's been fun uh, just kind of like butting heads, going back and forth. And then with Griff, like it's just so much fun uh, just being around him, man. Like He's such a good kid, and I really love to do a lot. And it's just been so much fun seeing his growth over the year and to just see him have the amount of impact he does on our team as a freshman already. It's just been really cool to see. Yeah, inspires he, me a lot. Yeah, he, he's going off. He had a great game against St. Francis. Yeah. That was a huge, was it 15 points he had, mm-hmm. something like that. That was absolutely amazing. Yeah. That's um, crazy to see from a freshman, did. too, especially yeah. on like a, such a star-studded roster that you guys have. I mean, look, last year, yeah, you had Kyle Magus, but all you guys are stars in your own, like, you know, with your, with your own talents and stuff like that. So to have a freshman step up to the plate that like that much this year is kind of crazy to see. You don't see that very often in a talented program. For sure. And I would also say, like, to go off that, like, um, just shout out to all of, like, our younger guys or um, even some of the bench guys that you guys might not see on game days. Like, in practice, they've been just killing it. Like, they, they beat us in practice a lot of times. And um, a lot of times when your practices are tougher than some games, like, it makes us better. And um, they bring it every single day, and they're for real, like, true hoopers. Like, they got a game, and, um, like, their time will come. So they've definitely elevated our team. Like, when you have that, when you know you have, like, guys that are going to bring it every day, it just makes your team that much better. So, Absolutely. And so my last question for the two of you guys, um, what has this program done for you uh, as a person? You know, how have they grown you as a person even outside of uh, 
the bas- the game of basketball? I I can go first. Um, uh, I would say like the biggest thing is just to get outside of yourself. I think like coming in, um, I just felt like the best way to success or to find joy in life was to like elevate yourself and you know what I'm saying. Just focus on what you got to do. But this program's really taught me that um, true joy and fulfillment and like even success comes from like just pouring into others and um, caring and loving for the brothers next to you. And um, like for example, and I'm more excited for NT making a three or if I'm like just focus focusing every day at practice on just trying to make MT better is going to bring me way more joy and um, fulfillment and you can apply that to any area of life so I would just say just living my life trying to elevate the lives of others I think for me the biggest thing was just like how much I've grown as a person since coming here like I came here strictly because I wanted to learn how to win uh, basketball games and that was it that was the sole reason I wanted to come and uh from that experience, I've gotten brothers. I've gotten guys that I know I want um, in my wedding in the future. Um, I've graduated college and or undergrad, and now I'm getting my MBA. Like, there's just been a ton of blessings that have come from it. I actually found my faith coming here as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's just been a ton of blessings that have happened all because I just wanted to hoop. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, Saturday, we play Grace College. They are ninth in the nation, I believe. Um we guys, you guys beat them earlier this season. I'm sure they'll be coming out uh, ready to get you guys back. Will Tim be back? Maybe. Yeah, TBD. We'll see. Game time decision. Yeah. All right. This comes out Saturday, so don't worry about it. Yeah. This. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah, will come yeah. out Saturday. I, I, re- I really don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. As Hasn't been practice good and stuff like that though for him. He's been working. He's yeah. Been doing good. Stuff. Good. Yeah. Good. That's so. good. Um. So. Anything else you want to add about maybe the Goshen Grace game on Saturday? Students show out? Students show out. Yes, it's going to be a tough game. Everybody come. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're a really good team, so got all the respect for their program. And mm-hmm. they got some dogs, so it'll be fun. Sweet. Absolutely. All right, so thank you, Luke Stevens and also Michael Thompson III, for joining us today for Wildcat Week. All right, Owen, you ready for the Wildcat preview? Yeah, let's do this. All right, let's go. All right, back out of the interview with yeah. Luke Stevens and that Michael Thompson the third. That was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, they were good. Uh, so we got to get done with both of the basketball teams here on campus. And so next we will venture out into the other sports, whether that be cheer or track or yeah. tennis. Hopefully or cheer because I feel really bad. Yeah, we we yeah we need to get some things settled between them. No yeah. beef. It's no, just it's like literally no beef. We just, just like, don't know anything. We just don't know. Yeah, literally nothing. All right, so, All right, yeah. Owen, take it away with the upcoming men's sports this week. Okay, and then a little bit of, like, bowling, and then the track and field is going to be mixed. Yeah. It's going to be men's and women's. All right, so uh, for the first men's sport, uh, we got um, men's basketball. Uh, the boys, uh, Saturday, or today, right? Today, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yes, this podcast will be coming out on Saturday. Okay, yeah. All right, so this Saturday – Today, the boys uh, will take on the number 14-ranked Grace College uh, at 3 p.m. So, depending on what time this podcast takes out, uh, it'll be either be um, during it, after it, before it, so whatever. Um, but good thing you have all day to edit tomorrow, so that'll be nice. Um, and then on Tuesday at 7 p.m., February 8th, they will take on Huntington University of Indiana. 
And then on February 12th is a Saturday, next next Saturday at 3 p.m., they will be at Bethel College in Indiana. Bethel's always, you know, one of those tougher teams when it comes to basketball. So uh, I wish the boys the best of luck over there. Um, on to the next men's sport. Uh, we have tennis. Uh, they'll be taking on Grand Valley State University February 11th, um, next Friday at 11, uh, 11 It'll start at 11 a.m., but it's tennis, so it'll probably go all day. It's tennis. Yeah, and then also on Friday, uh, other men will be at um, Davenport University. Uh, they'll actually be uh, playing against Davenport University, and they'll be in Michigan, but they will not be at Davenport University. So versus where at Grand Valley State, they will be at Grand Valley State. So I'm guessing the Grand Valley State one is a particular Grand Valley State meet, and then the Davenport one is probably just like a – could be like a three-way. Maybe. Yeah, like a giant, go like a giant tournament and stuff like that. So, um, on to the, uh, I guess unisex, uh, mul- sure. yeah, men and women's sports. We got bowling. The only thing coming up for bowling is this Saturday. Uh, they have they are at the CLB, which I said earlier is college league or college league bowling, um, tournament four. That's over in Fort Wayne, Indiana at MVP lanes. So if you know where that's at, go support the boys and girls. Uh, and then next Saturday at, uh, Scotty classic, uh, they're going to be in Jackson, Michigan at Jack's, uh, 60 lanes. So I don't know if anyone or it lives in Jackson, Michigan, but if you're a strong supporter of Iowa bowling, which I hope there's a lot of you out there, uh, go out and support them. Um, and then for the last sport, uh, men's and women's, we have the IW Midwest Classic coming up for the men's track and field team. Or men's and women's track and field team, sorry. Um, the first day will be uh, it will be February 4th, so yesterday at this time the podcast comes out. will be day one um, times TBD, so just kind of look up on the, I guess, the sports internet or the IW sports page um, to get updated times. For that, and that will be in Troyer Fieldhouse here on the great campus of Indiana Wesleyan. Way Marin. in the back. Um, yeah, way in the back. So, uh, And then on today, February 5th, uh, the men's and women's will be running along while this podcast comes out. Uh, and that will be day two of the IW Midwest Classic. Um, and that will also be at uh, Troyer Fieldhouse all the way in the back. Um, and then next Friday, February 11th, the track team will be at Grand Valley State University for the Grand Valley or the GVSU Big Meet uh, in Allendale, Michigan. I have some friends that are from there, so uh, and I have some friends of friends that go to Grand Valley State. So you know, I really hope the uh, the track team can pull that out. So m- none of my friends, you know, get dogged on for uh, having a bad track and field team, which I don't doubt our girls and guys. They're, they're some studs. They'll hold like, like I just said, nine first place finishes earlier in this episode. I said that, which is crazy. Yep. So hopefully we come back with, you know, nine or maybe even more. So yeah, Donovan hit us with the women's sports and then uh, cheer. cheer. Yeah. Yeah. So upcoming women's sports. Uh, so basketball, women's basketball is pretty much going to take the same route uh, as the men's basketball, as Owen was just talking about. So they will play this Saturday against Grace. Everyone show out. It's going to be a great game. Uh, both those games. So make sure to also support the women's as well. Uh, pass uh, going on to next week. Uh, they also will play at Huntington on Wednesday, and then they will play Bethel next Saturday. Yeah. Um, so both of these teams, the men, so. yeah, both of these teams for the Wildcats, uh, the, these lady Wildcats have already beaten, 
But obviously, uh, according to last game against Goshen, you can't take all of your competition too lightly. Uh, we're still in the Crossroads League here. Uh, so hopefully they kind of uh, get some wins th- round, rounding out their season. I mean, they have a 20-3 and record. Yeah, um, they're, so in, they're good. They'll, they'll be just fine. You know, as you just have to lose one at one point, you know, just, yeah. just rem- remind <laughs> yourself what losing feels like. Yeah. Um, which is so, tough for our basketball teams. Yeah. Which is really tough. Uh, moving on swimming, uh, has, is currently going on right now. So today we're filming this on Thursday. Um, uh, this podcast will, will be released on Saturday. Yep. Um, and so the swimming women's swimming team, their mid South conference, women's swimming and diving championships started today on Thursday and they will end on Saturday, the day that you're listening to it. So today, yeah. um, so that will be finishing up as this podcast will be releasing. So good luck to the ladies down there. We, we, good luck girls. They made it down there safe, which is good. They made yeah. it down there before the weather. Um, and so now all they have to do is just focus on swimming. Um, and then next will be women's tennis. So they'll also kind of be doing the same thing as the men's tennis. Okay. Uh, they'll be going up to Grand Valley State University and playing Grand Valley State University and Davenport University in Allendale, Michigan. Um, so same idea when it comes to there. And then uh, cheer-wise, um, so coming up in competition, it would be the day the podcast is being released. So today, Saturday the 5th, February the 5th, um, they will be competing up at, oh boy, Donovan messed up and he forgot what it was. So quick T5, but they will be, I will explain next uh, Saturday, they will be at their home meet here at yeah. Indiana Wesleyan. So we want to try and get them on for that. Yeah, kinda, absolutely. You know, I think I think yeah. next week we'll, tr- we'll try to be our plan yeah. uh, for them to come here. So yeah. quick. We usually have a good crowd for that too. Okay, so this Saturday, the day today, the podcast is yeah. being released. Today. They will be at Aquinas College up in Michigan, okay, which is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And so then next Friday and Saturday, um, they'll having their Wildcat Invitational here. Um, I do know we won the Wildcat Invitational last year, yep. um, and so they're gonna keep looking at pursuing on their perfect season so far. They've only had two uh, competitions, but they've took first place in both of them. Yeah, so. so. Um, Good luck to the cheer team. Um, so that is kind of the Wildcat preview yeah. of the sto- sports that will be happening um, this upcoming week here in Marion for our Wildcats. And so it'll be another busy week for us, Owen. Yeah, another. I, they never give us a break. No, they never do. But no, I mean, it, it gives us something to talk about. And you know, yeah. we'll have we'll have hopefully the cheer team on next week. And we get to hear a side of a story of a story from two people that one we probably really don't know about. We don't know them as well. And then, you know, also about a sport we don't know as well. And that's honestly one of my favorite things about podcasts and uh, doing a podcast with you, know, you and I and having two people on it that we don't really know much of who they are. We get to hear their stories, why they came to, you know, this great school of Indiana Wesleyan. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for what the rest of the week, this coming up week holds for us. Yeah, I think, of course, of course, we would want to have uh uh, competitive cheer people on, but of course we understand if things happen where yeah, they can't yeah, make it on. Um, but yeah, I would love to kind of hear a little bit more insights just yeah. about competitive cheer. Um, so I think next week's episode will be a whole lot of fun. It'll, mm-hmm. We'll we'll be stepping out of our comfort zone. Oh, for sure. We'll be. I think we'll be the awkward zone. ones. Yeah, it'll just kind of be like, you know, it'd be kind of hard asking the yeah. questions. So it'll be fun, yeah. kind of thumbing through it. Yeah. Um, so. Until next week, Owen, any final remarks? Uh, no, honestly, I thought that was really good. Actually, one thing that did get announced this week, um, the men's basketball team, 
Uh, it's a next year thing, so we will we'll definitely pick up more coverage about it next year. But the men's basketball team will participate uh, in the first ever uh, small basketball or college basketball classic, and it consists of some of the top teams in the country. Is it, um, you said small college, yeah, basketball small college classic? basketball classic. Um, there will be teams like uh, Aberdeen, South Dakota, uh, with games being played uh, at Northern State University. So I mean, it's something really cool that Coach Tonigal and the guys, uh, you know, are going to be able to do next year. So. You know, best of, and then obviously with the game being Saturday, best of luck to the boys and the girls basketball team and the rest of the sports. So, but I mean that's I mean that's all for me. You know, yeah, one game at a time yep. uh, for them. So we'll send you guys away. Thank you so much for tuning in today uh, for the yeah. podcast. Uh, you know, it's something that me and Owen enjoy doing every yeah. single week. We that's like fun. to sit down here and shoot the ship you know yeah. uh so uh yeah. so all of you guys have a great weekend yeah. for the rest of you guys weekend stay inside if it's snowing outside yeah. don't don't feel like you have to worry yourselves out um but for me and owen here in the podcast studio here at india wesleyan we're out yeah and if you're watching us on youtube go to spotify as well oh yes yeah uh just look up on spotify wildcat week yep. um so yep it'll be on there same logo as uh kind of the youtube format as yep. well um, and if you are listening on Spotify right now, you are missing nothing more and nothing less um, than on the YouTube version. Um, yeah. You just don't get to see our beautiful faces. Beautiful faces. All right. Appreciate Which, it, everyone. Yeah. Yep. Peace out. Deuces.